0: I am am excited for what God um put on my heart today. This song has been playing in my, my mind since my husband sent it to me last I think it was last week, maybe a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> he sent me a song and um and we've I'm sure you've heard it before. But in this song it says, Take me back, take me back, take me back to my first love. And um, whenever my husband sent me that song, this was, and he would kill me probably if he knew I said this on there, but in, in his text message to me, this is what he said. He said, Lord, take me back. He said, I just want to go back to my first love to Jesus. King Jesus is what he wrote to me. And so that has been replaying over, over my mind. And um, yesterday when I started praying and thinking about what fight time was going to be over today. Hey, Chris, Chris, I've never called you Chris see I. When I started praying and thinking over what um, fight time was going to be over today, I felt the Lord to say, give me the basics. (laughs) Just go back to the basics and then last night at church, our senior pastor said almost the same thing. He said, let's just get back to the basics. A football is a football, right? And when he said that, I said, okay, that is confirmation for what the Lord wants me to talk about today. So. He has just been calling me, "Come back to me. I am your first love." So, ladies, this is what he is declaring to us today: "Come back to me, your very first love." This is the God who is so big, who has called you by name. He created you in your mother's womb. We've talked about that last week. He is the one that breathed breath into you into to your life. Back to basics, Chrissy. Yeah. So it's it's. So it's confirmation. That's the thing. Let's get back to basics. So, I don't want to be naive to think that all almost 700 women that are on fight time right now have ever even had the basics, have understood the basics. And so, I want to get back to the basics. And this is when I want to remind you. John 3:16 says this: For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son to die on the cross for you and your sins. And so we have to go all the way back to Genesis and remember that um, we were born um, to fellowship with God. And because sin entered the world, we have been removed from his presence or we were once removed from his presence. And because um, because of that, we were sinners. We, were, we have the inability to make the right choices on our own it is only through the strength and the blood of Jesus Christ that we are able to dwell in his presence and that we are able to be become righteous because of him that is the only reason so that is the basics we have to get back to the very basics and we have to say God renew that in me restore that in me revelations 2 4 through 5 says this I'm reading from my notes over here. he says you have left your first love and he says this therefore remember from where you have fallen remember where you've fallen from repent and then do the first works is what it says so I'm gonna break that down for us really quick um, and what that means therefore remember where you have fallen very first thing what is your salvation experience um, I know this is like ABC's of salvation but I like I said I can't be naive to think that all of you have ever experienced this so I'm just going right back to basic uh, basic on one. remember your salvation experience what uh, what did God pull you out of? What was the situation that he drove, um, drove you out of? Where his spirit led you from? When I think about my salvation experience, it's a long road. It's a journey. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I, I prayed one prayer and I was saved. That wasn't it for me. It was a journey and a process for me. Excuse, excuse me. I really had to figure out who I was so that I could figure out who God was for me. And so it was a long process for me, and I will tell you my salvation experience. He pulled me out of the depths of hell. I grew up in church and I just remember thinking, oh, I'm not that bad. Like, I, I don't, I'm I not bad. Like, I'm not one of those that's going to say, oh, he pulled me out of uh, heroin addiction or he pulled me from um, alcoholism. Nothing, you know, he didn't pull me from any of that. That wasn't, I wasn't bad. You know what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you what he pulled me from. He pulled me from pride. He pulled me from a Jezebel spirit. A controlling spirit. He poured, pulled me out of seeking love in all the wrong places. He pulled me out of selfishness. He pulled me out of um, of thinking that I had nothing wrong with me. He pulled me out of those things. And he pulled me out a lot more. But that's just on my mind right now. So remember your salvation. Remember salvation experience. And where he brought you out of Do you have a salvation experience if you don't today is the day because I'm telling you the signs of the world the things that are happening the clock is ticking and I'm here to declare that the the Lord Jesus Christ is getting ready to return I feel it in my spirit and so it is time to be ready so if you do not have a salvation experience if you have not ever encountered the love the pure love of God when he poured it out on you for the very first time then today's the day that you, you do that. Okay, so I'm not being naive to think that all 700 of you have ever experienced that. Where did you come from? Where did God pull you out of? And right now, I want you to think about and remember, are you hot towards the Lord? Are you on fire for Him? Or are you feeling cold and a little indifferent? Are you feeling a little like, yeah, He pulled me from somewhere, but so what? yeah are you feeling like you know what heck no god pulled me from hell and i am ready to share it with the world i am on fire for him i want you to assess yourself right now and um and even tell me in the comments where you feel like you're at and then here's what he calls us to do in in the scripture when he says remember where you've fallen from and then repent repent means to turn from it means to change your mind to change your choices to um to change your heart Back towards the Lord. So if you feel cold towards the Lord today, then right now you repent and say, God, I repent right now of feeling indifferent towards you because you are my first love. And this just came to my mind. And I know I keep talking about my baby and my baby's birth experience this last time, but when Lily Kate was born, she turned gray on us. She had a moment where she was not breathing as well as as God had created her to breathe. And my midwife had made, made the decision in that moment to put her mouth on my baby's mouth and breathe into my baby. So that could very well, we could say, well, that was uh, Lily Kate's first kiss. That was her first love because that's my midwife kept saying, oh, I was her first kiss in a beautiful way. But the reality is God is the one that breathed the life into Lily Kate in the first place, and when He breathed that life into Lily Kate in my in my body in my womb when He created her, that He was it was Him saying, um, "Give life. I am giving you love. I am pouring out my first love on you." He is her first love. Um, I don't know if that made sense. It just came to my mind. But repent of your indifference towards the Lord. Turn your heart back to Him and say, You know what, Lord, change my mind towards you. I I remember the first time that, that, that God poured out his love on me like I had never experienced before. And this is what was happening in my life. I was it was last year. Um previously before marriage, I was um I was searching for love in all the wrong places. I always say that. Um and then of course I got married. And there was a point in my marriage last year where, of course, we were like searching, both searching for the Lord. And I remember sitting on my bed and saying, God, I don't know that I've ever truly felt love the way that I I know that you've created us to feel it. And God literally poured his love out on me, his physical, I could feel it physically pouring on me. Ladies, I'm here to tell you that He's ready to give you that same experience. He's ready to pour out His love on you in a way that you've never experienced before. And it's a way that you're never going to experience in the physical world um, with a physical partner. As much as I love my husband and as much love as I feel for him, and when I'm with him physically, I feel so much love for him. His love will never compare to the love that God Almighty poured out on me on that night so if you've never experienced that today i want you to pray god pour your love out on me like you have never done it before i want to feel your love tangible i want you to change my mind and bring me back to you and then in scripture it says this repent and then do the first work so first in this scripture uh, means foremost first in time first in order first in appointment okay and then works means to toil toil is not always a good word that means toil is to put in effort to so what do we have to do we have to put in first first we have to put in important importance in our life in order to to get god back into his place we have to put him first in our life we have to say okay god Today, when I wake up, I align myself with you. I declare you, Lord, over my life, and I am bringing back the important things in my life. I'm a mom of four. I'm a wife. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Some important things in my life, of course, are to feed my family, um, to take care of my home, to do the laundry, to make sure the bills are paid. Those are very important things in my life. But when I get out of alignment with the Lord, all of that stuff gets a little wonky okay so right now he is saying it's time for you to get back in a line with me and remember the most important things and here are the most important things um, for God that it's going to bring us back to our first love King Jesus to worship Him in everything we do wherever we are we're if we're in a car if we're walking down the road if you are singing in the shower doesn't matter we are to declare the beauty of the Lord as the psalmist says uphold his beauty Declare what he's done for you and it doesn't have to be um, These big elaborate worship songs. It can just be God. I just worship you Lord I just thank you throughout your day Just thank him and worship him that is going to bring bring you back to the heart of the Father Okay, that's number one. The second thing is to pray. Um, I take prayer for granted Prayer isn't just God, thank you for this food blessed to the nourishment of our bodies in Jesus name. Amen. Yes, that's a prayer, but God doesn't want just that from you. God wants true communion with you. He wants to walk in relationship with you. So wherever you are, this is what he's calling you to do. He's calling you back to prayer. He's calling you back to petition him, to have a request from him. He's calling you to confession with him, to thanksgiving of him, and he's calling you for intercession with others. He's calling you into prayer and ladies this is a burden on my heart because it's something I have lacked in but but to to see the importance of prayer and make it a critical non-negotiable in your life the moment you wake up it's a non negotiable I will speak to my first love I will speak to my father could you imagine this could you imagine if I ro- woke up my alarm woke me up and my husband wakes up and I, I turn over to him and I don't say a word Could you imagine how he would feel? And this is conviction on my own heart. Could you imagine if your husband woke up and he rolled over and he looked at you and then he got out of bed and then never said another word to you throughout the day? That's how our Heavenly Father feels when we wake up and we don't ever even say hi to him. We don't even commune with him. We don't talk to him. We don't thank him. We don't tell him, I love you, God. Okay, so prayer is critical, most important, non-negotiable. He's calling us to read the Word, the Bible. This is something that is also a burden of my heart, especially for our women's ministry. I think it is so important for us to remember, the what the Word of God says, um, that that the Word of God is true, one hundred percent true, and that we have got to be moved to read His Word. The more we read, the more we study, the more we t- meditate on the Word, the uh, closer it brings us to the heart of the Father. Um, a lot of times we think that he speaks; he's going to speak to us in a certain way. We're going to hear him audibly in our spirit, or we're going to hear him in a dream, or whatever. We've got to get out um, how we think he should speak to us. We got to get that out of our minds, and we have to remember that that one of the ways that he can speak to us, and he does speak to us, is through reading the Word of God. So that is also um, extremely important, um, and for us to go back to the heart of the Father. Okay, and Then, of course, there's fasting where we deny our own flesh and say, God, we cannot do this without you. I declare that I, I am unable to do X, Y, or Z. Fasting of food, if you are able to, is so important. If you cannot do fasting of food, right now I'm a nursing mother. I cannot fast food or my daughter cannot eat, but there are things that I can fast. I can fast sugar. I can fast soda. I can fast um, internet. There are things that I can fast. And I can say, God, I am de- have been dependent on this. And I no longer want to be dependent on this. I want you to remind me that I am nothing without you. And that nothing moves unless you move it. And nothing breathes unless you do it for me. And so fasting is a big one. And then the last one I want to talk about really quick is serving. If you want to get back to the heart of the Father. If you want to return back. To the basics to your first love you have to serve whatever that looks like for you and here's what i want you to pray today god how do you want me to serve what does that look like for you in the kingdom of god what does that look like in your master plan that, that you have for me in your master plan does that mean um i'm serving literally serving food to somebody does it literally mean i'm serving it does mean you're serving in your church. If you're not serving in your in your local body, it is important for you to serve in your local body somehow, some way. Um, if it is, uh, whatever it is, pray, Lord, how do you want me to serve? What do you want me to do? Serve my family. Do you want me to serve um, in what way? Ask him. And he is going to tell you um, what he wants you to do. So, that's that's it. That's all I have for you. <laughs> i just feel like the lord just put it so strong today take me back lord take me back take me back to my first love which is you lord the breath of life you breathed into me you breathed it in whenever you created um human adam and eve you breathed the the uh the breath of life into them the same very same breath you breathed on the day of pentecost whenever you breathed the holy spirit out onto your people Breathe your breath of life onto us today, King Jesus. We ask you right now to bring us back to you. Turn our hearts towards you, Lord. Pour out your physical love on us like we've never experienced, Father. And we repent right now for any indifference we have felt towards you. Turn our minds towards you. Turn our hearts towards you. We come into alignment with you. We declare you, Lord, over every part of our life. And any part we've not declared you, Lord, over, right now we repent of that. And we say father reveal it to us so that we can give it over to you in the name of jesus we pray amen i heard something today really quick before i get off i heard something today that said um, every time you come into an encounter with god something must die and so um, that can sound really harsh but it's the reality when we are when we encounter um, jesus christ when we encounter his love when we encounter his holy spirit the flesh in us desire, has to desire to to die The things in us that are not of god the things in us that are holding us back from having a relationship with the king of kings has to die so father we ask right now that anything that needs to die as we encounter you we know that it's for our good and it's for your glory so let it die away right now in the name of jesus all right i hope that wasn't too much on a thursday and i'm grateful my little baby stayed asleep um, I love you ladies so very much. I'm so grateful for the ministry that, the, that God has given us through fight time. Um, if you have not seen our welcome post, please go back and look at our welcome post. Comment on it so that um, other ladies who may not be seeing our videos or our posts can see it because our goal is um, for women to be able to walk um, walk in with the Holy Spirit, walk with Jesus, and for this to just be a daily encouragement for, for women. And so we want them to be able to see that and and not a lot of women are seeing our posts. So tag your friends, um, tag your family members, invite people to this group. It's very important. Um, We do want to also remind you that we are on YouTube. We are on podcasts. So if you can't jump on live, you can catch us on those things. Last but not least, if you have not registered for a time conference, it is time it is in Rust, Texas January 27th the 28th it is so important that you are there I'm telling you um, I just feel such a um, an anticipation for what is God God is gonna do there it is a free event but it is a ticketed event so you want to make sure and you register and you get your ticket to go there are free perks if you sign up before November someone put it in the comments I don't remember what day um, and some cool pre pre free perks (laughs) and you don't want to miss the conference. So I love you ladies so much and I I pray that you are blessed and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.